Welcome to the Tim Fowler Show, where production is paramount and we discuss the tools, time, and people associated with getting jobs done and making a profit. On today's episode of the Tim Fowler Show, we will be talking about marketing for employees with the help of special guest Jack Justice of Ramblin' Jackson in Boulder, Colorado. Alongside Tim Fowler, I'm your co-host Steve Wheeler. Here is the Tim Fowler Show. Hey everyone, I'm Tim Fowler and welcome to the Tim Fowler Show. Just want to say first off that I'm very gratified by the number of people that have said uh, thank you and that they appreciate the show. Uh, Just keep those compliments coming. It fuels my juices and gets me going. So uh, once again, we're trying to work on this labor shortage and whatever little bit we can do to help out with it, uh, we want to be able to do. Now, several of our guests have suggested a lot of different ways of meeting people, finding new people, and particularly as we deal with the production end of this business, whether it's project managers, lead carpenters, all different kinds of uh, opportunities. In Rhode Island, I think a little bit because it's a kind of a small state, I'm starting to see advertising on TV for people to join companies. One fairly large uh, plumbing HVAC company, and I just the other day saw one for a garage door company. And so we're starting to see more of this mass media uh, stuff going on. I know another company that actually runs a radio ad in their city for uh, employees. Uh, I've been trying to think outside the box on this in a lot of different ways, suggesting to companies that they maybe use their home show booths to try to illustrate the opportunities that are out there for new employees, Uh, getting into the college campuses where they do uh, construction management degrees and really trying to, you know, think way outside of the the ad and waiting for the ad to come through. So one of the things that's really clear and everybody knows it, but maybe we're not doing enough is that we can't just sit around waiting for people to come in and ads in the paper don't work (laughs) anymore. So uh, I I ran into our guests for today at the remodeling show in Baltimore in October. And I thought, wow, let's just explore the idea of marketing via the web uh, for new employees. So uh, I know he's been thinking about this uh, some and has some great ideas for us on what we can do. Um, Steve, what what did you do to get people involved in your business? Or maybe uh, maybe once you had them, you didn't need to look too much more. Well, it was kind of that case. Uh, you know, I, I believe that it's as important to hold on to the employees you have, but, you know, attracting employees, we didn't do much, you know, it was, uh, we're smaller scale. So it was a matter of just making sure that we kept the employees happy and, you know, hopefully talking to friends, however it was, we would attract other people. But I think it's important to always, uh, always be available to hire, you know? Yeah. So, uh, when I was a production manager, I don't even think the internet had been invented yet (laughs) well that's just a joke but uh but seriously it was not on my radar to think about using the web uh, for marketing for employees so let's get going yeah let's do it jack justice is the author of the amazon best-selling book get found online 
The Business Owner's Guide to Digital Marketing and the CEO at Ramblin' Jackson, a digital marketing agency based in Boulder, Colorado, that helps remodeling companies and contractors get found online. Welcome to the show, Jack. Thanks, Steve and Tim. Real pleasure to be here. All right. So let's get going on this thing and let's just get it a sort of a general thing going. Um, in a nutshell, what are what's the most important thing for marketing as a general rule, and particularly as we think about digital? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, um, thanks, thanks, Tim. You know, really, I think it's important to remember in sales and marketing that it's really about your customer. It's about what they want. It's about their pains, their problems, their past poor experiences in your industry, perhaps. And then ultimately about their dreams, whether it's about their kitchen or their living room or the exterior of their home. It's really solving a pain and problem for them. And it's important to focus on that in your marketing. So that way you're, you're really dealing with their emotional needs. Now, um, a, a lot of people say that they do design build or a design build firm, you know, and that's kind of industry jargon, right? That's what, that's what contractors, that's, that's contractor speak. So a lot of people in their marketing write about design build and they write about things that their customer doesn't really care about. And that doesn't really resonate with them emotionally. That would take them to the next step of maybe either calling you or filling out the form on your website or really taking the next step to starting the sales and ultimately design process. So that's, that's really, I think the most important thing first is to remember that we're, we're focusing on a, on a pain problem and fear and ultimately dream for our customer. Okay. That, that, that's really, uh, really cool. So let's kind of shift it where we want to talk about marketing you know, to try to find those new employees. So what I'm getting the drift here is that we kind of need to look at new employees as customers or consumers when we think about how do we market to them? Is that, that kind of the point here? Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, your, your employees, your potential team members, whether they're subs or, or uh, maybe you're filling it a, a full-time employee position, they have pains and problems and they've probably worked for a chuck in a truck contractor that didn't pay them enough or didn't have quality tools or was doing boring jobs or, or whatever the issue is. And their dream is is hopefully to work somewhere where they're making good money and they're enjoying their work and they're with their team. So those are the things that we need to sell in our marketing of these positions. I think the first thing that we need to realize is that recruiting is a marketing activity. There, there are, there are a lot of jobs out there and there are a lot, there's more demand than we have supply. People are working right now. We're at a, a record low of unemployment, right? So people are working. The, the question is, are they choosing to work for you? And in, in the marketing of these positions, it's important that we're really addressing what's in it for them or what I like to ask whenever I'm writing ad copy, whether it's for a, for a, um, you know, a small business, whether they're marketing for clients or if they're marketing for employees is what's in it for me. You know, and so that's, that's one question I have for you guys is what do you think are some of the pains and problems and fears in the industry that maybe employees are currently experiencing that would make them 
um, not excited to go and apply for a job at a, you know, a remodel company. So I think we're all thinking about the next recession, uh, or maybe if we're not, we need to be. And I think one of the pains certainly is job security. Some of these people that are out there now got laid off and had to go hunting for a job. And that's one of the big things that that they're looking for is someplace that's very secure on all the surveys that we see about what motivates employees, that job security is right up there in the you know three, four highest reasons why people uh, want to stay with the job. And it, it's one of those things that everybody uh, really cares about. I wanted to focus in on something that just kind of slipped by there. And you mentioned uh, subs or trade contractors as well in terms of the marketing. And I just wanted to kind of emphasize that for everybody that this is not just about getting somebody in to work for us full time, 40 hours a week. But some of this stuff is about getting trade contractors in as well, because we use a lot of those uh, in this business. Yeah, that's that's a great point, you know, about the fear of uh, not enough work, essentially a fear of not getting paid, a fear of, of not having that sense of security. And that's why, you know, positioning yourself as as an A player, as a winner and looking like it online You know, if I'm a contractor, whether I'm an employee or I'm a sub and I'm evaluating who I'm going to kind of sync up with, who I'm going to ship up with, if you look like a loser online, I'm going to be more afraid that you're going to tank when if the economy does turn south. Whereas somebody that appears bigger and stronger and better has a really uh, prominent presence, they're going to they're going to win. They are going to attract the A players because A players don't want to work for losers. They want to work with other A players. And and an important person to think about in this recruiting is the spouse of the person. I don't know about you guys, but if I'm if I'm making a, a big decision in my business, I'm talking about it with my wife. And she's she's looking into it with me and is a big influencer in the decision and she's ultimately gathering information from me and then where else she's looking online. Right. So, so maybe, maybe you're, you're trying to recruit someone away from a a company that isn't very ethical or they're not a winner or they're not able to pay as much as you can. Their chances are the spouse of that person is looking, Hey honey, why don't you apply (laughs) at this place? They're killing. Oh, and look, they have a, they have a careers page, right? This, This sounds like you. So, so this is something I've joked about, you know, driving around town, looking at these little job signs that are out in front of people's homes, giving a call and hoping to get the spouse or the partner on the phone and saying, hey, do you want Billy home at night? You know, it's, it's, I think that's a perfect, that is such a perfect thing to be talking about here is that, is that this is not just about one person. Mm-hmm. And this is about a family or a partnership or however it works in that in that household that you're going to be impacting. So you just quick, again, glanced by that career page thing. Talk about that in terms of a company's Web page. What, what should that look like? What, what information ought to be on there that would attract? And I guess the other thing I want you to comment on is what would be the key words that Google would find? So that if I'm looking for a job, I go to the career page and not just your home page. 
Yeah, well, you know, so first of all, having a careers page and not a jobs page, right? Career is is an important word choice here. It's a long-term partnership where you're going to grow, you're going to increase your income, whereas a job is something, and there's nothing wrong with jobs. I think it's just to be clear about what they are and that a career and, you know, selling that long-term vision of, you know, here's how you can grow and here's maybe a story of someone who started in this position and is now a production manager or is now a construction supervisor or whatever position that person is in, sharing that story that there's growth and opportunity and abundance is part of it. You know, so having a careers page, first of all, where, you know, a few basic things where you've got a photo of your team and hopefully they're wearing cool branded shirts. If you have vehicle wraps, you know, take a nice photo out there because that's going to show that, okay, this, this company really has their act together and you can reuse that photo when marketing for clients. Um, if possible, have at least testimonials. I'd love to see video interviews with other people in the organization of their story because we're going to be skeptical of the owner who says that it's like a family, right? But if I hear that from you know two or three people who have worked here for five years, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy into that a little more. And then lastly, you know, making making sure it's really easy for someone to apply, especially from their smartphone. Uh, that's probably the, the the biggest thing that's changed even in the last three years. The searches on Google for things like landscaping jobs near me or construction jobs near me or whatever job you're offering near me, those are people searching on their smartphone for jobs near them. Um, you know, so... So making sure that it's really easy to apply to on a smartphone is important because a lot of people are also discovering jobs through social media, maybe Instagram and Facebook and other things like that. Those are all activities and behaviors that someone will do on a smartphone. And when I talk with many contractors, they haven't even looked at their website on a smartphone or if they have, they're not even sure if they have a careers page. <laughs> so as, as far as, you know, some of the key words to use, you, you, you need to geographically modify the page, right? So not only is this a um, production supervisor opportunity, it's a production supervisor opportunity in Toledo, Ohio, or, or whatever city you're in. So that way, when people are looking for things like construction jobs, Toledo, Ohio, or um, whatever, you know, near me, that's going to be influenced a little more from your map listings on, 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 on review sites and, and directories, but um, including those, those geography those geographic keywords on that page, like you would for another page you're trying to get to rank in a local search. So that's that's an important thing I think to remember is that this is a local search um, activity, right? People are looking typically for a job in a certain area within a certain proximity of their home and modifying that page can help it rank potentially even organically in, in, the, in the search results. And one other thing that can work really well on that topic is using a YouTube video that's optimized for um, for some of these job title in city, you know, because a lot of people aren't using video and Google owns YouTube. So when we when we have a video that's optimized, it sometimes that video can even show up on the first page of Google. So that's really that's that's fantastic. So just 
one of the things that I want to key in on is, and I think one of the things that differentiates companies nowadays is the culture. Like, what's it like to work here? It's a friendly place. We don't get beat up by the owner. We're not being, you know, uh, nailed every time we go over budget a little bit on a particular item, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So how do you sell culture? How do you convince somebody else that, this is a great culture. You mentioned the employee testimonial, which I really like that idea. Um, is there something else that companies can do that would help? Like if I was looking for a job, help me understand, wow, this is a great company to work for. The first thing you have to do is become really clear from a leadership standpoint on what is the culture of my company and how do I rule? What are my core values? And and truly, what are the values of my company? Not just something that I wrote down on a business plan 15 years ago that I never look at, but really, how do I roll? And, and how do I manage people? What is important to me? I think is that you, you truly have to have those things in order to then market them. And I know that for my own company, that's been an ongoing process of clarifying that. One book I've read that I really love that's about this is called Traction. Okay. If you've ever read Traction by Gino Wickman, but mm-hmm. I think that's a really good book. And once you do clarify that, then it's just a matter, I think, of communicating what those are. And I believe that video is one of the most powerful ways of doing that because it reaches people who are visual and auditory learners. Not everyone's going to want to read everything, but they might want to watch a video. Or if they don't watch a video, cool, transcribe it. Now you've got written content. So video is just, I think, really great. And with how great smartphones are now, I think that a lot of times if you even have a basic tripod or something like that, um, you can certainly hire a professional too, and I, I would recommend it. And if, if you're out, you know, with your team and they're telling you, man, I just love the way we managed this project. It was so refreshing. It was so different from my last company. Just ask them, Hey, would you mind sharing that on a video and just get it, you know, get, get little clips and, and you can share those little stories on things like Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. And then of course, on this careers page. So, uh, Jack, is there other ways? So we have um, Instagram and we've got a number of great resources uh, online and on our phones. But if we're talking about a 40 something carpenter, you know, what are ways where he may not be dialed in or he or she may not be dialed in to Instagram or the other outlets? You know, you also have Indeed and Monster and these other sites. But are there ways to promote word of mouth through people, you know, from other companies? Yeah, I, I think that's a great, a great, uh, great point. And in marketing in general, I'd recommend that you have multimedia. So whether that's a combination of print, digital um, events, right? Uh, it could be community sponsorships and relationships, public speaking, certainly word of mouth. To me, there you, you need to do all of them. And um, What's important to remember is that when it, when people are researching you, at some point they will likely use the internet. They will likely Google you to research you, even if just to 
see your phone number, right? Or to whatever, they're going to Google you at some point. And that's why having that careers page and the video and all of those things, how people discover it, I think is what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, um, you know, and that's why, you know, having that in place. And then once you do, you can market it directly through word of mouth. You, you could ask people, Hey, could you do me a favor and email this link to three people? Or, you know, hey, could you share this on on your Facebook page or could you do this? Or um, you could, if you have a really good story, right? Let's say that you have the story of Tim who started, um, right? He started doing this job and now he's a supervisor. Um, see Tim's story at, you know, xyzconstruction.com slash careers. If you have a really compelling story, you could, you could put that in a print piece. You could put that in your Craigslist ad or indeed or wherever it is. One, one important place though. So I think it's important to think of yourself as a storyteller in, in your job. So many, so many job ads sound like wanted ads, like wanted construction person to do hard stuff and you know, <laughs> maybe get paid sometime. Right. And you're like, Oh my God, this is terrifying. Like when I, when I read, when I read the job ads that I wrote 10 years ago for my own company, I'm like, this is awful. I, no wonder no one applied. Um, right. So back to the review sites though. And a very important site is glassdoor.com and glassdoor.com is, you know, a free website. They do have a paid advertising program. Um, but essentially it's a site where employees and contractors, subcontractors can write anonymous reviews of an employer. And so you're going to, you are going to get a bad review here at some point, you're going to fire someone, uh, you know, it's just the nature I think of running your business. You're going to get a bad review and, what you want to do is be, is proactively have a positive review average there before that happens. So that way, it, uh, when you do get that negative review, no problem, you reply to it and you have eight, nine, ten, hopefully, you know, other positive reviews and your review average is, is positive there. Because people do look at that and if they look, if they're researching you, thinking about, you and construction company B, right? And they're researching it or their spouse is researching it. Those glass door reviews can really show up highly online. And you can also repurpose them in your advertisements. Find out why we're a 4.7 out of five star company on Glassdoor. And now I'm reading stories from other people, right? Yeah. So is that something you would actually have some of your employees just uh, say, hey, go on there and, and give us a good review. We're looking for good uh, people and, and this yes. is one of the avenues. Yes, I, I would absolutely ask your team to write write reviews for you there. And one thing that I've learned is, you know, back to my original point that we need to, we're always kind of selling something. Um, you need to position it in a way that like what's in it for your team. So if your production manager is stressed out that you don't have enough people, position it in a way like, hey, in order to fill this position, it would really help it would help me out and it would help you out if people knew what a great place we were to work. Could you, you know, could you give us a few stars and just a quick couple quick sentences about what you like about working here? Oh, great. I didn't realize that that would impact me and my income and my stress level. Right. Yeah. And Jack, I wanted to quickly follow up on that with the employees because that's, that's the important part. We talked to the production team, carpenters, project managers. And so how do you control your team's message when they go out and talk to other contractors, carpenters? Because that's really, you know, who you want to talk. Because 
a lot of times they'll hang out with people in the trades. So, you know, that message of having them, you know, promote your company, is that something you can control? I think, you know, I think back to that point about really actually having a culture and values that's like actually exists is the first thing because word of mouth will happen in for better or for worse, you know, <laughs> depending on, on, on how we actually operate. What I do think that you can influence though, is, is letting people know when you have a specific position open, Hey guys, we are, we are trying to fill, um, this position and maybe you even have some sort of incentive or bonus. Um, if, if you fill this position, if you, if you refer someone, we will pay you money and, we, and you know, put it in an email, put it in, um, put it in something like that. What I found is that you're going to have to remind your people of this probably more than feels comfortable because people, you know, you might be thinking, Oh my God, we're understaffed. We're understaffed. We're understaffed every day. And they, they might not feel that pain. They're, they're maybe, they're maybe they're just busy and you know, they don't, they don't realize that the, the company is having this issue. So I think communicating it to them and letting them know regularly that, not in a desperate or needy, like we're going out of business way, but you know, <laughs> reminding them that, Hey, we have this position and here's how it would help you sort of thing. And then I think giving them clear instructions on, on how to refer them. And, and that's one of the things I think I like about having a web page about this is you can casually mention, Hey, you know, we'd love it if you would just share this link with a few friends or, something like that because people they might they might feel anxious about bringing a friend in for an interview or they might not understand the process of of your organization on how you interview people yeah I th that's so fantastic uh, i love love that idea so as we start wrapping up here jack um i i recently heard someone had hired someone from looking at and i believe it was instagram or it was Snapchat. It was it was pictures anyway, and they actually contacted this person. Do you have any thoughts on presence on those platforms in terms of uh, how it might draw somebody into your company? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and in particular, Instagram is a great place to market a remodeling company because what 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 remodelers do is cool. It looks awesome when it's done, right? And there's before and after photos and maybe behind the scenes photos. And I've actually met a guy at the remodeling show that I've been interacting with on Instagram and I finally met him, but we felt like we knew each other just from, I've just, it liked some of his photos. So one of the ways that you can use Instagram for recruiting is, is to show cool before and after photos, show photos of your company barbecue or some of those things that make your culture great. Or maybe you have, um, you know, you were talking about work life balance earlier. Maybe your company has a policy or a culture around that, you know, creating a quick graphic that mentions that with some text on it, you know, um, and then using hashtags are actually really, really 
um, important again from a geographic standpoint. So if you're in Rhode Island, you know, using the hashtag Rhode Island, just narrowed, you know, if people are looking at that hashtag online and they see that photo, they could discover it that way. There are other hashtags like contractors of Insta or hashtag remodeling or hashtag remodeling contractor or, you know, all of these cool things or like, um, or the tools, right? Maybe you have a hashtag for Milwaukee or whatever brand your company is using, chances are your your team and your potential employees are geeking out on Instagram looking at that hashtag of people using that tool. I, I know I'm always looking at stuff like that on Instagram of tool reviews, right? Maybe you have one of your people do a tool review and they find it that way. So I think I think the industry is 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 is, is very active on Instagram in, in particular because construction is cool and Instagram is all about things that look cool. Cool. Well, Jack, I really want to thank you for being with us on the show today. We wish you continued success and we'll look forward to having you back on the show in the future. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Tim and Steve. Real pleasure to be here. Thank you. Great. Thank you. All right, Tim. Well, that was another fantastic show. Jack, you know, he shined a light on something we don't normally talk about, but it's so important on you know, that labor shortage and finding people to bring into your company. Yeah, there was a number of uh, ideas. And of course, I jumped right in there and said, talk about that some more, because I I, I thought it was so cool. But let me just go through them really quickly. Um, you know, figuring out how to how to hit or how to contact a spouse or partner, I think, is a key thing in this. Uh, having a careers page on your website, you know, not too many people do that. And if they do, it's pretty sparse, you know, it's like contact us if you're looking for a job and it doesn't have some of these cool things. And one of the things that I was uh, mainly keying in on was this idea of telling a story, find a way to tell the story. And as I've, I told you about those TV ads that were on the TV here, each one of them has somebody saying, you know what? I started with this company 25 years ago. I started as a laborer and now I'm an installation supervisor. And so there's a story there being told. And I, I just, I thought about that uh, testimonials and then some kind of links to YouTube. I, I just was uh, since maybe I'm just impressed because I'm so weak in this, um, you know, digital video uh, atmosphere, but, it just seemed like there was so many good things in there for people to take away. Yeah, there are so many resources out there. Instagram being a huge one, as Jack mentioned. But I think this sheds the I'm going and looking for a job and turns it into, you know, I want to be a part of that company because it's got a strong culture and it's got it's going places, you know, and you get to put that out in your videos, in your message on these various platforms. Yeah, I think that's the big thing. And like I said early on, was it's it's instead of looking at people as sort of the herd and we need some more people, it's more looking at them as, you know, these are our consumers that we want to impress with who we are and bring them in and let them work with our company. Well, great. Well, once again, we would like to thank Jack Justice for joining us today. We thank you for listening to another episode of The Tim Fowler Show. And remember, we're helping the bottom line through production training. This has been another episode of The Tim Fowler Show. Want to hire Tim and fast track your growth? 
Visit remodelersadvantage.com slash consulting to learn more. And if you'd like more information about Roundtables, our world-class peer advisory program, please send me an email at steve at remodelersadvantage.com. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.